Hey there, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Last Minute Continue cast for the month of September 2019. I am John Turbo Finley back again, being the host of this, uh, you know, monthly cast that happens every month on the Last Minute Continue YouTube channel and on uh, iTunes and various other audio outlets that uh, this uh, file will be up available for. So glad to. For you to tune in, yes. Uh, this week, or this this week, this month, even uh, we have uh, uh, not not the returning ones from last month, but uh, we have a new last minute continued crew member here to talk about uh, their month of September of what they've done in the world of movies, games, other visual medias, books, even if if that comes up. We have uh, <laughs> that of. Uh, the pirate known as uh, Earthheart, Mr. Yeah. Josh Car... Uh, I've forgotten your last name, actually. That's right. I don't want people to know it. <laughs> oh, well, fair enough. Well, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> Big Josh here. Uh, Hello. How you doing? Good, sir. Busy, busy. Uh, the month of October is going to be exceedingly busy for me. <laughs> yeah, well, but, well, that's for next month, if you ever show up for that, that, that month's... Uh, uh, I can cast, guarantee you, but... I won't be able to because I think I'm working that weekend. Well, there you go. That's uh, that's already confirmed it for next month. So don't expect Josh to return next month. I think uh, I'll be at MCM in the XL London. Ah, uh, well. But uh, nevertheless, <laughs> yeah, I. Right. But nevertheless, we've got um, September to talk about, and uh, we'll just uh, go straight into it with. Um, uh, our talks on the the movies that we've probably seen, and I say movies, it's just been movie because I've only had a chance to see one movie this month. Um, for it, but there was another one that came out this uh, month that I was kind of intrigued to go and see, possibly, but I haven't gone around to see it. Uh, that being the the new Joker film and whatnot. Is that out but, already? Uh, yeah, it's uh, apparently it's out already. It's I out in theaters. I thought it might be in the states, but I didn't know if it was here. Um, I think I think advertisement tailed it as like the tail end of September and whatnot, and I could have gone and see it, uh, but um, but no, uh, the main one that I wanted to see this month was that of uh, It Chapter Two. I was talking about it last month on the cast, and uh, now that I've actually gone and seen it for this month, I can give uh, a little insight of what uh, I can say about the film. Um, I'll definitely say this much, and it's like. It didn't. It wasn't as impressive as the first film to me. I feel as though that um, everything that was established in the first film, yes, it just carried on uh, from what what happened uh, after the events of the first film, and that's kind of evident by the you know the premise of the story of its original story and whatnot. But I just felt though it wasn't done as well as the first one. I think I feel as though that there was slight elements that just didn't match up and certain kind of like uh you know character kind of like relationships with the adult versions of the characters just didn't mesh well essentially is this um um, are you familiar with the book at all no i've never i've never been uh, familiar with the book i've just been familiar with the uh miniseries the original miniseries that Mm -hmm. uh, happened long ago and that wasn't even i i haven't actually watched the actual series in general i've just watched reviews of it uh particularly that of um uh dana's uh film den uh review of the 
miniseries. Uh, um, she's um, she's uh, quite quite the good analyst when it comes to horror movies and uh, talking about them and whatnot, and going into a little bit of the lore. And she's done a lot of Stephen King stuff. She did uh, Misery as well at one point, and uh, it does it it made me want to. It, it's making me wanting to go find a Blu-ray copy of uh, the It miniseries and uh, actually watch that all the way through. But uh, but no, she she also just did recently a review of uh, like a full-on film den of uh, It Chapter One and how she liked that one. And I feel so she might be in the same ballpark as me after a after giving watching the second film another go i think because i felt as though the second one could have done been better but uh that's just my opinion obviously i think i think um from what i've heard the problem isn't as well it is slightly the movie but also the source material as well because the source material um from what i know just wasn't considered quite the second part wasn't quite considered as good, but I, I I must admit I've not read the books. I've seen a synopsis of the books themselves, which is quite interesting because it shares um, stuff with other Stephen King novels. It's actually a lot of his novels seem to be quite connected. Mm-hmm. I I heard of uh, one element being quite a, quite the connection mm. to it, uh, and that wasn't again that wasn't. Um showcased because it wasn't showcased in uh, or implemented into the miniseries and it wasn't implemented in uh, the second uh, theatrical it film either uh so um and i i feel as though that helps it for the better i think because we don't we don't really need a uh, uh an sku uh <laughs> stephen it's king. like a stephen king universe but you know the, yeah but, but that's fair i mean I think from I, I've not seen either movie yet, and I've not read the book, so it's really hard for me to judge. But I'm not a big horror fan; I, it just bores me, to be quite honest. I, yeah, I was going to say it's like if you're not into horror, this is definitely not a, a series of films that you shouldn't be watching at all. If if it if it doesn't grab you in any shape or form, um, the the jump scares. It, it, the most the most problem that I had with the second film was that its uh, CGI effects wasn't as believable as what the first film CGI effects were, and there was a lot more kind of like uh, practical effects. I felt. Uh, done in the first film than there was in the second film um and um i think i think just uh several kind of like um uh elements in the film just uh, you know just didn't tie in well with me i'm not gonna spoil it although granted what's the spoil because it's uh it's based on a book that's like over 30 years old now and uh even the miniseries is like coming up to 30 years as well i I think the big thing with it will be that a lot of the generation probably going to watch this movie haven't watched the book. Um, to watch the, they, they just looked the at a book. <laughs> they probably exactly. they just looked at the book, the book and book. just holding and say, "Do something, book." You know, um, Stephen King's it. While it's probably one of his most famous ones, Stephen King used to hold a lot more sway over name. Um, there's been a lot more horror authors that people are familiar with in the modern day now. So. While Stephen King is definitely a legend in his right, I feel a lot of younger generations haven't read those books. So maybe this is the way to get them into reading the books. 
Oh, won't they be surprised when what when they do actually read that book? Uh, if it's still the original uh, uh, version of the uh, book, from what I've heard. <laughs> so, <laughs> Fair enough. I said yeah. I couldn't quote on that one. I, I quite yeah. I actually like like the concept of it quite a bit, and um, Pennywise's powers, let's say, um, they genuinely interest me. But it's just something I've never got round to. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, like uh, Pennywise uh, as an entity in the film and whatnot has been um, like uh, a figurehead for that for that uh, book and series and whatnot. And uh, um, I, I, although granted, it's not supposed to be, but he is an influential figure of uh, that, you know, of of Stephen King's work essentially. And uh, you know, uh, I'd say of that kind of horror genre, he's very much a icon yeah i definitely i can definitely agree with that it's it's not meant to be but apparently it's it's the case yeah probably the reason uh, a lot of people are afraid of clowns yeah it's a, it's the pr- pretty much the big point of where people found their uh fear of the thing i've forgotten what the medical term for it is but oh, uh, i actually yeah. have to look that one up it's like chlorophobia or something yeah i right. it's it's um the irrational fear, fear of clowns is uh, that I think spawn from. Oh wow! I actually egg. got it almost right. Oh well, well there you go. What, Col- what's it officially? I don't know how you actually supposed to pronounce it. It's chlorophobia. C o u l r o phobia. Yeah, I Very think fast. that sounds right. Chlorophobia. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, no, um, but um, I f- still feel that you know if you're wanting to give it a try. Um, well, granted, I mean, theater prices now here in the UK, at least it's like, you can get, you can go into a theater for like a fiver now. Uh, so if you've got five, I'll tell you that. Yeah, now. of course. <laughs> yeah, well. well, it is depending on uh, where you spend. I mean, here up in the UK uh, or here on, uh, up in the Highlands and whatnot with, uh, the main theater being that of view cinema and whatnot, their, their showings is a fiver each, uh, for a standard ticket and whatnot. If you use my nearest cinema, and it's eight quid, I think. Oh wow! Except for Friday, so... uh, so, except for Mondays, it's uh, four ninety nine. All right, okay. Well, it's just always been five quid up here. Uh, well, ever since the change, but uh, who knows? They might change it again. But um, uh, no, if you got if if depending on your uh, budget and theater uh, outlet that you have in your local area, if you got the money for it, give it a shot. If not, wait until it hits uh, rental um, streaming services and stuff like that. I uh, don't know where it could possibly end up being, but uh, no. Um, but if you haven't watched the first film, go watch the first film. It's readily available everywhere and whatnot. And uh, yeah, yeah. Is, uh, here's say... a good question for it. Is the first film essential to watch the second film? I'd assume yes. Yes. Um, you do. You do need to actually watch the first film to understand the second even though the second does have like a lot of um like callbacks and flashbacks to this uh, to the events of the first film but um it still requires some kind of like uh, understanding of the characters and whatnot um uh with a viewing of the first film so i would definitely recommend watching the first film uh, first and then watching the follow-up Speaking of the other clown, uh, 4th of October, uh, Joker supposedly comes out, so uh, that's for next month. Oh, right, so oh, so it probably... Oh. I I've just been seeing advertisements all over the place, and I thought, oh, it's out in theatres now. Oh. It is out in America, but not in the UK. 
Right, okay. Or so it's out in like sense. early premiere versions or something like that. Mm. Oh, well. Um, but yeah, uh, any f- films you got a chance to uh, uh, see, Earth? To be quite frank, the last film I saw was in December. So, <laughs> no. <laughs> well, in that case, then we'll just uh, move on straight to um, what we've watched in uh, other uh, forms of media. I don't know if you've watched anything uh, on the anime side, but I've been watching a lot of anime. And I've uh, actually been watching a lot of Netflix as well. Uh, because I had this month, uh, I had a free month off uh, Netflix. I gave it a good run. Uh, finally got to finish off um, Castlevania. Uh, watched the, the last few episodes of that that I didn't get a chance to watch. And apparently there's a third season of that on the way sometime. I don't know when. It's proving popular. It is proving popular. And um, uh, I'm surprised there's not um, much in the way of kind of like... Um, talk about it since that announcement i don't know when the second season like ended or when it was all released on netflix and when they announced the third one so you know it's just a matter of time i suppose um the uh other things uh, i did check out uh uh shira princess of uh, princess of princesses of power uh on netflix um and i do i do agree with uh, pete it's a really good series uh and i do look for to what they do for uh, He-Man whenever they get to, you know, release that on Netflix. Um, there was also another show that was on there that I saw a pilot off through, I think it was like Cartoon Network's uh, uh, worldwide YouTube, YouTube channel. And uh, on, Net- on Netflix, it's called uh, 12 Forever. And it's, uh, it's one of these kind of like, uh half episode series things so it's like like 11 minute episodes of like uh stories about this girl who's just turned 12 and she's um you know wanting to escape from reality and one and she has this place that she goes to with her friends uh or friends eventually um and uh there there is a bit of a uh, a little bit of a story arc uh, like in the later half of the episodes and whatnot and uh Kind of, kind of, I kind of relate to that actually because I always like to, it, well, especially when I was younger, uh, just wanting to escape from reality and just not wanting to deal with uh, the outside world and um, the various things. Although, granted, I still kind of do that right now because, <laughs> you know, the outside world sucks and uh, don't we see it every single day? But um, I mean, it's kind oh. of wet at the moment where I am. So, yeah, I don't think it's, I want to go outside. It's probably the same for myself out here. It is Scotland, after all. Sure. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, I can't, I'm trying to f- think of uh, the other series. I, I've watched, um, finished up a couple of animes that was there. Um, uh, I've forgotten the title of it. It's uh, I, th- I think it's... Uh, uh, it's like... Uh, I think it's Are, Are You Sure? I think. Uh it's 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 an anime where it, and it's actually it's actually quite bad. I shouldn't be actually talking about this because it's actually quite fan servicey. Uh, but it's like uh, four girls getting washed up on a deserted island, and one of them is actually a survivalist. Like she, you know, was out and about with her dad a lot of the time, so she learned all these kind of like survival skills and whatnot. And she's te- teaching these other three girls who are completely like got no survival skills whatsoever. <laughs> 
and it it gets to the point where it's like you know they're uh, they're stripping down to their underwear to you know go into the water to hunt for fish and stuff like that and various other very questionable things uh that could be uh that that's done especially in the last episode oh my god um and that just finished up that season and whatnot uh there was another se- series of uh on that uh on country roll that i just finished up or it just finished up um was um i was like uh do you love your mother uh even her to uh uh two hit multi-attack thing i can't remember the exact title for it but the premise is is that um the main hero who's uh a guy uh is sent to this computer fantasy world uh by the government for some bizarre reason uh but the catch is, is that you have to take your mother with you as well and he you know he's trying to be like uh, the hero of his own story in this fantasy world but his mother is overshining uh outshining him in every way like she's like overpowered, and I mean, as uh, mothers are. <laughs> yeah, I and it it it's it it is kind of uh, funny because like certain aspects of like uh, you know mothers being overly protective and motherly and stuff like that, and it does actually delve in that with other like uh, other characters that you meet up and uh, or they it, he meets up with, um, where some of the other mothers are either um like very uh greedy and not uh, not wanting to you know play uh, you know be like the mother that they should or they're being too over uh protective or uh, overbearing to the to the daughter well it's mostly daughters that the main protagonist sees obviously because it's like a harem <laughs> almost to a certain case um uh but uh yeah, I mean, it had its comedic elements, but again, again, it's got a bit of fan service in there, you know, a little bit of dash in it. Um, and uh, yeah, it's like, I mean, granted, any of those animes that I've just mentioned, I really wouldn't, couldn't really, you know, recommend unless you're really into that. But, uh, you know, ugh, whatever. But um, uh, everyone's got a niche, I guess. Anything <laughs> you've watched, uh, Josh? Let, well? let me go a little bit more safe for work, but still into a very interesting niche of uh, how do you like Catgirl uh, cartoons? Um, so there's a little mini series that I've been watching just because I follow the YouTuber. Uh, they the YouTuber's called Van Ripper, and he's currently working on a series called Daystone. It's kind of an experimental series, see how it works, but it's basically about this Mary Sue cat who's well overpowered and trying to find these precious gems called daystones and every episode something happens and it rolls into the next episode so the first episode she fights a giant stone golem uh the result of what happens to that fight affects the thing that happens in the next episode and something that happens in that episode affects what happens in the next episode it's very short. The episodes are only two minutes long each, average. Um, but it's a very nice little cartoon series from uh, a guy who's literally just trying to find an interesting uh, style. He kind of got famous through doing a very short set of series of his cat girl from Skyrim, where he animated her doing various stuff, in meme-worthy stuff, basically. 
Um, it's only got three episodes, but I'm looking forward to seeing anything, if anything more comes from it. So, uh, yeah, it's a nice little one. So, uh, yeah, look for Van Ripper. It's all one word. Cool. Um, I'll, I'll definitely have to give that a shot. Uh, I mean, you know, animation on YouTube and whatnot is, can be very um, uh, thin, yeah. I, I would say, because it, it does take a lot of time to animate stuff. Uh, I mean, look at... Uh, uh, what was it? Uh, Harry Partridge, I think. Yes. It's like uh, his work is exceptionally high class, high caliber, and whatnot. But he's not producing episodes like on a monthly basis and whatnot. It, <laughs> sometimes it takes him about like, yearly. <laughs> yeah, it's like time. yearly basis. Although to be at this fair point. to him, the reason that's his personal project. He actually yeah. has a lot of other work he does professionally, but yeah, he can't showcase that on his youtube channel so of course of course but uh yeah i mean um uh i think we can just uh move on from what we watched and whatnot to what we've played with uh the games that we've probably been playing this past month and uh of course one of the titles that i was adamant to talk about from last month that i didn't get a chance to because i didn't get a chance to play it i have been playing countless hours into it now and i am finally ready to talk about it's that of astral chain platinum games's latest entry uh of um you know into the gaming world and whatnot and uh, it has quite the caliber of uh like um studio members from the platinum uh studio to um you know kind of like showcase in this game as a you know, kind of like a, a bounce back from the the uh, the shutdown of uh, Scalebound, sadly. But um, but I'll tell you this much: I wasn't liking the game in the first uh, <laughs> like uh, maybe like four, five, six hours or something like that. Like maybe like the first two, three chapters or files, as they're known in this one. Um, yeah, I wasn't feeling it for the first time uh, at first because I felt that the combat was a little, you know, it, was, it does take a lot of getting used to. But once you've leveled up yourself enough to, you know, be stronger and you get a grip uh, with the the controls, I had to I had to like uh, modify the controls because you got like presets controls, and there was one preset that I felt comfortable uh, with, so I went with that. And uh, once you got that down, and once you get the flow of the combat and whatnot, it does become fun. And uh, the the whole premise of like future cops with these uh, like uh, you know uh, JoJo, uh, I've I've forgotten what they call what they call them in JoJo Bizarre Adventures. Stands, yeah, yeah. It's like a pseudo stand, mm. you know, police cops with stands. You know, it's like. <laughs> You know, it's like, it's it's quite a ridiculous thing, but um, it's, you know, it works, you know. Um, I don't know if you've uh, had a go at it yourself. It's on my to-do list. It's, I, have, I don't own a copy yet, though um, I'm able to borrow one at some point. I'm yeah, thinking because... about get, borrowing it when I start doing some trips around uh, events later this month, uh, next month, I should say. Um, mm. So... It's something. It's definitely one in my interest. I just have not had the time yet. Yeah, I mean, I've been, uh, I've been seeing it being sell, sold out in my store like multiple times. Like, I've not seen another copy come back in 
for uh, for a while now. So it goes. It's definitely showing that um, the interest is there, and a lot of people are enjoying it. And it it, it did actually hit the UK number one uh, chart on its week of release. Yes, which it did. granted, which granted, not much came out that week, but to have that accolade, to have a UK number one being a platinum games game, which isn't Bayonetta, it was which their isn't their first number one. They've never had a yeah. UK number one before. Yeah, because they've 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 released top titles like Mad World, Bayonetta, Bayonetta Two, all those kind of like titles. Uh, re- uh what was it? Uh, Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. Um, I'm surprised that one didn't hit number one. Yeah, it's like Transformers, tar- t- uh, Transformers uh, Devastation, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, Mutants in Manhattan. Um, all these kind of like all these games, both original IPs and licensed games, not a single one was a number one. And yet, this game that came out of nowhere, that literally got announced like uh, I think like six months before its actual release, and it becomes a UK number one. It's you, like you say a lot. Not a lot came out that week. It was actually quite a busy week. You had, was it? You had I Control. Mean, oh yeah. You had Blair Witch. Well, which was a digital title. I don't think it had any kind of like um, physical release of it. Oh, I, did, I didn't see that. a physical I'm not, release. I'm not 100 percent sure on that one. Uh, World of Warcraft, World of Warcraft Classic. Which... Okay, that's just an update on. Well, I say an update. It's like a download <laughs> and the reverse. But you say that it was a big release. I mean, no matter which way you look at it, it um, attracted a lot of people. Yeah, but we're talking like uh, like all the uh, when it comes to the UK. Like charts, I don't think it's taken into consideration downloads. I think it's uh, uh, World of Warcraft had a physical to... release though. Classic did. All right, okay, fair enough. Uh, I but believe it, it was exclusive to certain retailers though. I don't right think game. Had so it limited it limited its uh, release uh, or its sales on that. Yeah, factor. I think it was like sold through Activision stores only stuff. Mm. But it was still, I mean, we're still talking in the millions for physical. <laughs> so oh well, but uh, yeah to. To be able to outrank any of those for the UK market, at least, especially control. That's a control. Oh yeah, control. I, I mean, would control. Have expected to beat it, and it had yeah, um, because... three extra days on top of it because it was a yeah, Tuesday I... release. Yeah, with uh, it being Remedy's next entry in the series, and a lot of people love their uh, love the Remedy Studio. Um, I'm surprised that uh, uh, a lot of people were just uh, not on board with that one. But, uh, eh, who knows? But no, uh, I would definitely say uh, if you have gotten Astral Chain and you're getting um, a bit um, dismayed with uh, how 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 it's working out for you so far in the early stages of the game, please, for the love of God, just stuck, stick with it. It will get better uh, over time. Plus, you actually will uh, become you know, more attached to the side characters uh, over time, especially uh, Marie. I think that's uh, her Marie. Um, uh, because she's she's your atypical kind of like, um, you know, uh, cute character that you want to protect because she's got fun attitude to herself. Uh, it's... Uh, and 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 of course she has a secret she has a secret in the game and you have to obviously you know she'll, you'll find out what the, it's kind of blatant what that secret is after a while uh, you know pretty much after you first meet her essentially it's it's ridiculous but um but no uh what else uh, have i been playing recently shall, that, shall, uh, shall i go with one next 
Yeah, go ahead, crack, crack on. So I think uh, the first game that some people will want to hear about, um, the biggest clue I can give is Honk. Oh, Untitled, Untitled Goose, Goose Game. game. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so I managed to, I actually managed to win a 10-quid voucher on Nintendo, uh, so I put that towards this. And I've played about two hours of it so far. It's a very nice, relaxing game. The, the best genre I could give it is a puzzle game. Um, but it's kind of a mixture between that and stealth, to a certain extent. Uh, sometimes you actually I, want to break that stealth. But uh... I, when 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 you th- think of that like that, and what I've seen from like footage and whatnot, I I feel as though it's like a three D adventure tile, um, uh, kind of like uh, those old school the kind old of like point, point and click, click stuff, yeah. you know, kind of like adventures. I ah, like Secret Monkey Island, um, you know. Uh, King's Quest, all those kind of like style games. I mean, to be fair, they were also kind of puzzle games. Just sometimes yeah. the puzzles were weird. <laughs> yeah, well, there were logic puzzles, essentially. They were, they were like, you know, okay, I need to, this item for this yeah. uh, situation, essentially. And that's what Onto the Goose Game is uh, all about. And I'm still surprised that they just called it untitled goose game they couldn't think of any other title for the thing no they just stuck with the name that what people originally called it and then it just stuck because that's what people knew it as yeah um so the basic premise of it if you haven't guessed is you are a goose be a shit but you do have a to-do list of being shit so for example the very first the, the, the game's kind of broken into areas so you uh, start in one area, and once you've done enough in that area, the way will open up to the next area. You'll get a new to-do list specifically for that area. And so on and so on. Um, so to take the first area, for example, your objectives are, I believe, um, steal the gardener's hat to make him wear a girly hat. Steal his keys. Uh, make a picnic setup, because why not? Um, I don't remember the rest, but there's, there's various different... Oh, uh, put the rake in the lake. That was one of them. Um, but it's just figuring out how, how these all do. The actual get him to wear a different hat one is actually quite difficult, per se. Because um, if you start just messing about, he's going to be spending all of his time trying to fix what you've messed up, and he'll never get to a point where you can grab his hat. Thankfully, every time you complete an objective, that's it saved. You can restart the level and you'll still have that saved. Um, it's not a long game from what I've heard. Um, and unfortunately, that makes me question whether it's worth the asking price. It's almost... I think it's almost 50, excuse me, 15 quid. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I do recall... Uh, what was it? There was a discount for its launch yes. um, for, for it. So that helped a little bit. Helps but, a little bit, yeah. but I think wait for it to go on a sale. It's, I mean, if it, you can get it for a fiver, definitely get it. If you can get it for a tenner, maybe if you think it's something that really interests you. I think it's a really nice game between other games kind of one, like just something to relax to, just something when you can't be bothered, just think, I'm just going to terrorize people as a goose because why not? And the memes that this has obviously spawned after its release—it's—it's it's been ridiculous. I've seen multitudes of. Uh, but it's deserved. It is genuinely a nice, charming game, and kudos to the developers. It is very well done. Um, yeah, I mean, th- th- this is like uh, the new kind of. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say it's like the new 
Five Nights, Five Nights at Freddy's or anything like that, uh, or uh, Undertale, and everything like that. It's 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 a new like aspect for that because you'll you'll be seeing like, I mean now you'll get people saying Goose for Smash now. Oh god, like, yeah, but people yeah will be people saying... would just say Goose for Smash and stuff like that. So uh, I, and it's... I'm sure that's gonna happen in the next couple of weeks or so. I mean, definitely, if you have the ability to give it a try, give it a try. It is. It's genuinely enjoyable. I've yet to finish it, so we'll see how long it takes me. But that's that. That's my basics for it. Um, yeah, title use game. Yeah, cool. Well, uh, another. Well, speaking of finishing, I did actually finish. Um, what was it? Uh, Super Metroid uh, for the first time. Uh, it took me a while, but uh, I did finish it. Sorry. It's a good classic. Oh yeah. Um, I've, uh, I mean, I died multiple, a multitude of times. Speaking of dying, of of course, I've uh, been dying uh, a lot uh, in the hero mode for Link's uh, Awakening for the <laughs> Switch. Uh, I thought I would be easy enough to not go through there without dying, but apparently not. I've died already 38 times or something like that. I don't know. But I've only just started, and that's, got, that's uh, part of my Wednesday streaming sessions and whatnot. Uh, at the moment and probably will continue throughout the rest of October and I'll have more to talk about it um, after I've been it. Uh, I also gave, um, what was it, this, uh, uh, at the end of this month, uh, end of September, started uh, another game that I haven't played before, which was Mega Man X. Uh, a lot of people love that game. Um, I've given it a shot. I've died multiple times on that because I don't know how to play the game right. Uh, I'm surprised you you not kind many... of learn techniques with it. The, the problem with the older Mega Man titles, Mega Man X isn't quite as bad for it, is the fact that in order to scale the difficulty up, um, you're just punished so harshly if you don't know stuff that how are you supposed to know, like how are you supposed to know which boss is weak to which weapon, which boss should you start with because he's fairly easy to defeat with a standard buster. It's stuff yeah, like that. I, yeah, I did I did know of certain things. I did know about like a Spark Mandrel, uh, like the weakness of that. And uh, because I, I've, I've seen many reviews of that uh, with, uh, with the likes of uh, Gerard, uh, the completionist uh, review of uh, Mega Man X and uh, Spark Mandrel Syndrome and whatnot. It's been a and, long time uh, since I played that first one. Yeah, so um, I, eventually I'll obviously finish that. I'll finish that um, next month in October and I'll probably talk more about it. Uh, Good luck there. on the final uh, level. <laughs> oh, lovely. Yeah, it's like, it's I, the I'm same sure... for every Mega Man game. Yeah, I was going to say, if it's anything like Mega Man 2, which I have played before and I've never actually beaten, I think, I don't think I've ever beaten uh, uh, Dr. Wily in uh, the second game. Every, like that. every Mega Man game has the same trope at the end, and I don't think it's a good one. Uh, the final yeah. level, you have to fight every single boss again. Yeah, boss rushes. Uh, if it if you're pressed for time, put in a boss rush. <laughs> Case closed. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of other uh, things to talk about in terms of games. I'm, I'm sure I've played a lot more uh this month i mean I've, I've played a bit more i've you know put my toe back in with a, a bit more of uh, grandia 2 i don't know if i talked about it last month but uh grandia 2 the grandia collection came out um uh, on switch and i picked that up played a bit of two on my travels um and whatnot so i haven't really been 
delving too much into that. Um, but it, it's nice to re- reminisce in you know an old game uh, every so often. Um, and I think that's pretty much me on the game front. What about yourself, Josh? So, I mean, I have some regulars that I'm playing on a long-term basis, let's say. Uh, Final Fantasy XIV, which came out back in the beginning of July, I believe. It's an MMO, so you're expected to play it a while. That's been keeping mm-hmm. me going. Um, ironically, in the middle of this, I've had someone go, please come and help us do a dungeon, <laughs> which I've had to say, can you give me, like, an hour? <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's still keeping my interest. I am waiting for the next big patch, though, which will add um, the new 32-man dungeon. No, that's not right. Eight times three. 24-man dungeon, that's it. So, uh, looking forward to that one. Uh, the other regular, which is my mobile phone game, is Final Fantasy Record Keeper. Yes, a lot of Final Fantasy. And that has just started its festival a uh, couple of weeks. So, that'll keep me busy for a little bit. Uh, the only other new thing I played this month was the Medieval short-lived demo. Let's just say I was ah, yes. very disappointed. Oh, First all of right. all, the menus stutter and lag like mad. That's not a good sign. The game seems... And that's for a demo. This is for a demo. The demo's 10 gig. Um, but it seems really unpolished. Now, the main game itself seemed fine for the most part. It was just the menus. But the menus almost made me feel sick. And I don't get motion sickness or anything. It's just the amount of juddering. Was, um, yeah, that doesn't bring my confidence up with it. Within that's, game, that, that's a bit disheartening. Yeah, within game it was mostly fine. The only issues were the fountains, which were always an issue in the original game. I don't know if they're trying to replicate it. Please don't. Um, but you definitely get some frame drops when you're in health fountains. The biggest issue I have with the demo is its length. Um, if you had an original PlayStation 1 and had the demo for Medieval, the demo was fairly extensive. You could play the, not including the intro level, Dan's Crypt, you could play three, almost three entire levels. You could play the graveyard, the path to the mausoleum, and the mausoleum itself. Um, and the demo, the demo had a time limit, so you, uh, it would be how far you got, but if you managed to reach the end of the, of the mausoleum, to the first boss, it would stop just before you would start to fight the boss. In addition to That's that... That's a bit of a tease. It is, but I, uh, for a demo, it was quite extensive still. You know, the, level, the levels in Medieval are decent size. They're not short, unless you know them and rush through them. Mm-hmm. Um, but the uh, this demo only goes up to the end of the graveyard, the first level. Uh Oh, so that is very short. It's very short. I finished the demo and basically 100%ed it within about five minutes. Now, bearing in mind, I'm a big fan of the original, so I know the levels quite well. That's still, you know, at least go up to what the original demo did. But probably... I was going to say, with uh, in comparison to the, the one-shot demo off the uh, Resident Evil 2, 30, I think it was like a 30-minute one-shot yeah. uh, demo... It's like, granted, yeah, that little bit that you start off and whatnot um, in the police station, um, which can be completed if you're if you're fast enough, you can pretty much complete that in five minutes. But for many people who would would be like exploring 
and you know taking their time with it and whatnot it would take them about like uh closer to like 20 minutes mm-hmm. essentially for that so it's really disheartening that uh, an action game like medi medieval um being you know producing a demo that can be completed in such a short amount of time oh, God, with yeah. only just that one level essentially and, and this was me you know i wasn't rushing it but going at a decent pace the, w- the one thing that actually insults more again based on the fact the original demo one of the things that happens in every level is uh if you kill enough enemies you fill a chalice of souls that chalice of souls takes you to a secret area where you can get new weapons and upgrades in the demo you could get the first two of those so you'd get uh the first weapon special weapon and I think you just get gold. Uh, no, you get an extra life bottle as the first reward. This doesn't even let you do that. It lets you collect the chalice, but then it just ends. It's like, where's my reward for collecting the chalice? You could have at least let me see the Hall of Heroes. But no. Te- and why the demo's 10 gigabytes, I don't know. It's it, just the graphics, I suppose. The graphics are too much. not that great. They're okay. They're fine. Um... But there's definitely I mean, compared, compared to the first game, I'm sure the polygon count have, is obviously way above what it was back in, like, you know, uh, 96. Sure, but that Whatever. does not account for 10 gig. And take that from experience. Um, oh, well. But yeah, no, just generally disappointing. Um, I'm still going to buy the game because it's 20 quid on release. I mean, even if it's a dud, I want to go through it and I want to do, you know, a critical analysis of it or something, but... The demo has not put me in good spirits. The There's a nice little touch with the um, helmet DLC they give you for playing it. Um, the image they show shows that the helmet has got a crack in the back where the arrow went all the way through Dan's skull. Which then questions why there's not a crack in the back of his skull. So, yeah. Nice touch, but doesn't really fit very well. Oh, well. So, well, we'll find out when... Uh the game fully comes out and we'll probably get your thoughts on that uh, in a future last minute continue cast i suppose i'm sure i will be happily able to give you that but yeah as a big fan of the original i had hopes for this one and it i mean the first uh, trailer they released had some massive frame rate issues which was worrying enough and mm. this new demo has not put me much confidence with the studio that's working on it who i don't remember the name of because i'm horrible like that uh where's it gone but yeah, the, it's a French studio, I think. Uh, it's being developed by Other Ocean, Emmerville. Kind of mind who they are. I'm trying to remember what else they've done, but unfortunately, uh, Wikipedia does not have a link for them. So. Oh well. Yeah, I mean, it's a shame because I was really looking forward to this, but. We'll have to see. Who knows? Who knows? We've we've had those uh, moments in gaming where we we weren't uh, pleased with uh, the demo that was produced for uh, the game, and then when the full game comes out, we actually have more, uh, you know, uh, like uh, appraisal for the full game. Yeah. After the fact and whatnot. So I'm hoping that all they've done is just release this as a hey, this is the demo everyone got to play at E3. We have been working on it since then. But, uh, yeah, yeah I don't which has the, been the case. I don't have the confidence with this one at the moment. Oh, well. Um, but before we f- finish up the gaming section, I, uh, you did talk about mobile games. I did forget about the mobile game that I've uh, been playing 
and recently, which was the new Fist and North Star uh, Legends Revive, um, uh, or Legends Revival. <laughs> it's it's one it's one of the, one of the two, but it's a new Fist and North Star game that's uh, produced by Sega for mobile devi- devices, and that's that has obviously been um, eating up a lot of my kind of like personal time and whatnot. I did showcase it on Turbo Drive Live Let's Plays uh, for one week as kind of like a filler um, gap, but of course it's definitely not something you can obviously showcase all the time. Well, Grant, I'm not the one to showcase it all the time. <laughs> there are say, people, sure there, there are, are streamers who do that. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, uh, obviously, you know, Pete himself, he streams Dokken for crying out loud. So, uh, yeah, he can definitely do a lot. But, um, but yeah, no, I have been enjoying that. Um, although, granted, you know, keep getting my backside handed to me uh, in the dojo. Like, uh, there's there's way too many people who have been leveling up and putting too much money into the game. Because it is a case of people putting the money in and, uh, you know, buying uh, gems to keep themselves going. And, uh, you know, is refreshing that like the... PvP or... Uh, no, it's, uh, it's basically... Um, uh when when you go into the dojo to face anyone mm-hmm. and you challenge them for a position uh it goes into auto so it's like uh the the computer ai takes control of the match yeah and uh it'll and and sometimes it really annoys me that my the ai does not focus on one character it always like goes from like one character to another to another and they don't kill one of the characters straight out because that's my strategy. That's always my strategy. It's like pick the first character first and wail on them with all of your characters until they're dead. Uh, don't f- don't bother trying to attack anyone else because if you do, they'll that'll rise their special meter and then they can pull off a special meter um, eventually. And that's always been the case. Uh, but uh, regardless, um, Getting through this, uh, like the story mode, they just recently updated it because it was at a level cap of uh, 55, I believe it was. They've just raised it to 59. Um, uh, hopefully, they'll raise it again to unlock, to also provide more, because they do have a story mode to it, and um, uh, you can replay through the story, but uh, however, it is locked beto- uh, behind uh, certain level caps. And of course, if they lock the level cap which is currently at 59 now um you won't be able there won't be any story so they're obviously working and progressing on that at the moment so um but yeah uh, i think that's all the gaming stuff and whatnot um uh, just to cl- kind of clear up uh, some of the other things that ha- has happened to me this past month uh i went to a convention uh that was uh, done <laughs> in milton keys uh where uh oh, God, there Keys, was so uh, live near there. I yeah they still do at the moment <laughs> mm. but uh, uh yeah i i was there for a fan convention called seacon uh definitely made gave me like flashbacks off uh summer sonic and whatnot <laughs> where uh it's a fan made convention obviously this this time around being that of uh dragon ball and whatnot but i can definitely say for a first convention, they went way beyond of what Summer Sonic ever did for a first convention. I'll definitely say that much. They had this massive hall. It was like uh, they had. It was like a well. It was technically a three-day event. Uh, 
but uh, it was like because I got like the the Ultra Instinct uh, VIP pass and whatnot to get, uh, which was cheaper than any of the other uh, tickets for a three D event at the time, um, and uh, that granted it was like the event actually started like at uh, what was it six in the evening or seven in the evening uh, on the Friday before uh, first, and that was for the uh, for the Ultra Instinct people. Uh, and then you had, uh, what was it? Uh, two other con days and it was quite evident by the Sunday. It's like, it was not supposed to be a 3d event. Um, cause by th- Sunday, everyone was tired. Um, uh, the, 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 the attendance was so low. Uh, it was like, you're barely getting like about, I don't know, like. Sundays are a very people. weird day for conventions in general. It can um, be. Certainly with some of the other, even the like quite big ones uh, here in the UK, the last day tends to be one where it's very much people are deciding whether they stay or whether they go. Um, I will say from experience on one of the conventions I was working at, we noticed that attend- it was um, a four-day convention, but... Um, one of those days was the bank holiday Monday was the last day and mm. the Sunday was quite bad. Um, it wasn't, you know, dead, but it wasn't particularly busy. And a lot of people were very much, is it worth us coming back for Monday? And quite a lot of people just didn't bother. Um, and yeah, Monday was supposedly dead as a door. Now I wasn't working the Monday, thankfully. Um, but yeah, supposedly it was pretty dire. Yeah. But uh, other than, like, the attendance for the event, the event itself, I actually had some fun. At, uh, I've Obviously, if you follow me on Twitter, at TobaXLR, um, I posted a ton of uh, pictures of me with uh, the voice actor guests that was there. Um, got to meet Masco X as well, who's uh, quite a relevant YouTuber uh, within the Dragon Ball community and whatnot. Um was uh, checking out a lot of stuff. Bought a, co- uh, bought a few things uh, um, for myself. Uh, at this Dragon Ball convention, I bought myself Bloomin' Cardcaptor Sakura plushes of Kiro and Supi <laughs> from uh, you know, Cardcaptor Sakura. So it's like, yeah, it definitely goes to show you what I'm like. They, but, know, they um, know where their audience crosses over with. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's anime in general. But um, no, uh, the, 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 the big thing that happened to during that convention was i won myself a statue um off uh, frieza nice and um granted i didn't win it for me i won it for a friend because i knew because i was gonna go there with a friend and uh, obviously josh knows about this yes. where i offered this uh, i offered a spare ticket that i paid for uh for um um to anyone in the lmc cast or lmc crew but Sadly, because of being at such short notice, I couldn't get rid of it and whatnot. And Milton but, Keynes um, is a bit of a nightmare to get to from pretty much anywhere. Well, I mean, it was okay for me. I mean, I was able to get there. I, I traveled, uh, I was flew down on the plane to Luton, mm-hmm. and then I took a coach from Luton to Milton Keynes, and then took a taxi from uh, Milton Keynes to uh, the venue. And I was actually staying at uh, the hotel that was at that venue as well so yeah i can imagine that helped that milton Keynes as a navigational uh 
uh, exercise is an interesting one. I will tell you. Oh, that. don't worry. If it's a, if it's anything like Perth up here in Scotland, uh, yeah. No, like, no, that's uh, that's not I the issue. Agree. The issue is the fact that um, this is a complete tangent. Um, Milton Keynes is based on American road systems, so everything's in a grid. The only difference is there's a roundabout in the middle rather than uh, traffic lights. So you have to know which grid reference your place you're going on is and navigate around that way. It's very mm. weird. Yeah. Although I, I'll also say this. Um, there's one particular... I'm going I'm to shame them right here. Um, uh, there is a taxi company that is so shit. They are so bad. I am going to sh- name and shame them right now. I'm going to name and shame them on this live cast. Whatever you do, if you go to Milton Keynes, do not, I repeat, do not use Milton Keynes 24-7 taxis. They are shit. They know they're shit. They are unreliable. And you should never, ever, 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 ever take their business whatsoever. Do not, p- don't even call them. Do not give them any business because they are crap. I'll tell you that much because I've, dealt with them once before uh, i in fact i actually dealt with them twice twice once to try to get over there they didn't bother to show up and then i had to call them again to get them to show up to take me there and then when i called for a returning taxi to take me back to the coach station well not they didn't even bother to show the fuck up and sorry i swore swore on this uh, <laughs> stream because obviously we don't normally swear on this but uh <laughs> But normal, but no, I was that pissed. So, ah, uh, it's like, trust me, wherever you do, if you're in Milton Keynes and you don't have a car yourself, do not, for the life of you, use Milton Keynes 24-7 taxis. I guarantee you, they will disappoint every single time. That's my rant over on that. <laughs> uh, but got- other than that, I had a good time. I had a good time at the con. I had uh, fun with... Uh, the guests and whatnot uh and uh, like i said if you want to follow uh want to see what that was like follow me on twitter i've posted uh, a multi-thread up on there and various other kind of like photos of uh, me at uh, the con and whatnot and uh, you can check it out so i have two conventions coming up uh and one of them is the reason i will not be doing lmc cast uh next month so i have there are two major ones in the uk in the next month uh, EGX or Eurogamer Expo which will be held on the uh, 17th I believe of October and then there's MCM the week afterwards uh, and um, I will be at both for work <laughs> so uh, if you would like to come and play Zombie Army 4 or buy 2018 merch come and find me basically yeah so, well there's your plug for uh, from uh or far but, there, off there. Yeah, it's 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 they're good shows. I've been to EGX, I think now every year for the last four years for work. Um, but I tend to take a day off to go look around as well. Um, and yeah, MCM. I don't I don't hundred percent know I'm working there yet, but I'll either way I'll probably be sticking my head in. So, <laughs> uh, but oh. yeah. Um, so those are coming up. Along with a game release in two days from this recording, so by the time it probably goes up, it's out. <laughs> yeah, so have a look out for that uh, in uh, the month of October. Then, 
if you but, have uh, a Switch. <laughs> if you have a Switch, of course. But for uh, now, uh, that is us for uh, this edition of the Last Minute Continue cast. Uh, with uh, Earthheart, thank you very much for joining me no uh, for here. Uh, is there anything you would like to plug um, other than gaming stuff and whatnot? Watch um, Last Minute Continue on YouTube, I guess. We uh, have recently recorded some pirate-themed fun. Should be up at some point. Yeah, all right, so just be on the lookout for that. Uh, that's part of the, uh, what was it, Tabletop Simulator series of uh, videos that... Uh, uh, that's been hosted on the last minute continue. So go check that out. Yeah, it's when, a brand new whenever game that hits on the tabletop that you won't have seen before. It's actually quite an old board game, but uh, it's a good classic. Oldie but a goodie. Yeah, I think it's one I've actually played that... physically and enjoyed it so much. Recommended it to the rest of the crew. Fair enough. Cool. Well, with all that said, uh, that's is that is us for. Uh, uh, this month's edition of the Last Minute Continued cast. Uh, thank you very much for listening, and I've been John Turbo Finley. You can follow me on Twitter at TurboXLR, uh, like I said uh, before, as well as Instagram, same at tag as well. And uh, yeah, if you want to see what my gaming streams as well, check out the uh, Turbo Drive Live uh, Twitch channel, twitch.tv forward slash last, uh, no, twitch.tv forward slash Turbo Drive Live. That's uh, my personal. Uh, uh, twitch and whatnot where you can see me streaming currently just now on the wednesdays uh uh what was it zelda link links awakening on the uh fridays doom 2 hell on earth yeah. and um uh on the uh saturdays uh it's uh, Mega Man x and we'll probably be finishing that up uh, by the time this actually goes out so um yeah thanks very much for listening take care have a great month ahead of you and we'll see you next month for the uh, for here on the last minute kick uh, continue cast take care take care